Hello, Ted Pan. This is Amy Bowen, a.k.a. the Dead Pan Ambassador. This is Amy Bowen's Airport Update, Summer 2013 Edition, Episode Number 4. I'm back at Ontario International Airport at gate number 405, and I will keep this brief because we've already started boarding. I'm in Group C, and they've just started doing the second half of Group A, first half of Group B, so I will need to get in line in about uh, five minutes here. I just made it on time, uh, but I'm good. Uh, going to connect to Las Vegas today. I had a wonderful vacation. I went to the beach for a week and Disneyland for one day, and I had a lot of fun. And I'm really, really happy I came out here for a vacation this summer. I'll talk to you more when I get to Las Vegas. Bye. Hello, Jack. So I want to want to say thank you very much to uh, someone who's been with Deadpan since before since before Deadpan existed. If that's yeah, even thanks. possible, that's very kind of existential, really, isn't it? Um, you know, we couldn't have that without you, and uh, you owe yourself all the thanks in the world. So go ahead, <laughs> give yourself a hand, man. All right, I I, I enjoy that actually. Um, See, we're one minute and four seconds, and we're there. We've gone there. Uh, so I want to want to um, say thanks, and I think actually there's a there's a bunch of you there tonight, right? It's it's not just it's not just you to whom I'm speaking, but there are a bunch of you there who uh, hopefully we can hear from some of your some of your other uh, your buddies um, over the course of this conversation. Yeah, sure. I, got, I do have a few in the closet. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll take some of those skeletons out, but right now. Actually, you know, you sound remarkable. There are two of you that sound remarkably similar. I'm not sure. Are you speaking to Low Pan at the moment? Yes. <laughs> Wait, that was my frog in my throat. Hang on. <clears throat> yes. Okay. So this. Okay. So this is. Let's say I feel like you know I'm talking in the Ouija board. Like, who are we talking to right now? So this is this is Low Pan right now. Who's the? Which hell are you in today? Actually. Wait, but if we're on the Ouija board, you have to ask me if Billy has a crush on you. That's true. And um, you go ahead and do that, and I, I would say, I would say, not a chance. <laughs> that was more like Grover. That wasn't. See, I've lost a little pen voice. That was just fucking ridiculous. Hang on. Maybe not a chance. Uh, I don't. It <laughs> is what it is. It's all fine. And dandy. Is that low? Is that James Hong covered in blue fur? <laughs> Actually. Anyway, um, yeah, I think he might. Uh, he might. Yeah. See, if I had said that on on. Uh, Winging it or slice of sci-fi about six years ago, then there'd be all kinds of furries at conventions doing exactly that. You'd have James Hong in blue fur at conventions. See, so we really can't go that route at all. Right. I, I thought we I thought we lost you. I thought I thought the concept actually just uh, just did it in for you. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. Although my 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 uh, my, my magical. Underworld Mike is kind of wonky here, so uh, let me know if I need more black magic on my end. Oh, yeah, we did actually get some uh, some of the, the evil hacks just happened right there. It sounded like you had some burden interference. Um, that, was, that was thunder. He's still pissed off. Okay. Losing both women, he kind of wanted one. It's not his fault. It's kind of mine, frankly, what are we going to do? Right. I got greedy, you know? 
I want to marry both women. I got greedy. What can what can I say? It's those green eyes. It really is. Although why in the hell did he get so excited? I'm sorry. Did I get so excited about 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 two girls with green eyes when they don't have to be a race? Obviously, it could be you know there there, there was Gracie and there was the one who I can't think of, Mao Yin, right? Those are the only two in the entire San Francisco area that had green eyes. I'm just thinking out loud here. Um, well, those are the only two that wandered into Chinatown, apparently. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. See, I think when they for the inevitable Big Trouble in Little China reboot, I think Jack Bird needs to have green eyes. So there needs to be. You should have Mr. Man, get the Reno reboot. <laughs> there needs to be that kind of conflict. You can be. Yeah, you're right. Um. Yeah, I, well, that would be an amazing thing to reboot, actually. I, um, you think in what in, in what way? Amazing as in please don't, or amazing as in it might actually work this this time of uh, the time of decade. Actually, yeah, I don't. I, I'm going to take that back because you, you know John Carpenter hasn't made anything good since Big Trouble in Little China, I think, and uh, I wouldn't trust anyone else to do it. I would you know they'd either make it serious or they'd make it a giant CGI fest, right? Which and yeah, it, that one had neither, which was nice, obviously. Right, the monster, and, uh, the monster that actually abducts Kim Cattrall is probably the worst-looking movie monster, probably in cinema history. Oh sure, <laughs> I love it so very much. Do you, now, okay, have you read? Maybe I've posted or not, or you know, on on the boards. Someone, and forgive me for not knowing who, I have my ducks in no row today. Wrote their. I don't know if it's a thesis or, or their article about how that whole film was an allegory for the Cold War. It, it was quite fantastic and utter bullshit at the same time. So if you have spare time, go Google that. Go Google Big Trouble Little China uh, allegor Allegory Cold War. It's kind of fascinating. And who represented the Soviets? Certainly, the Chinese? Yeah, I thought about that. I wonder if it was... Yeah, because back then you would have been... Uh, yeah, really, it didn't work at all. You had you had dumb America, obviously. You had dumb America. You had the Chinese. So the Soviets would have been obviously Gracie Law somehow. Well, maybe it's because right the the American guy, you know, just just from the kind of cynical viewpoint. Let's let's take it that way. Yeah, the American guy was completely he was powerful. I mean, Jack Burton was a powerful guy, but he's also an incompetent, moronic boob. Correct. And then you had the evil. Chinese, ancient evil Chinese who, you know, threatened to do evil things. And then you had the super competent, superhero ass-kicking awesome Chinese. Right. Versus, you know, who's really, you know, really it was always Wang's story. I mean, of course, he's he's the true hero of the film. Would you say that again? Wang is, story. is the, Wang in quotes, yep. is, is the true hero of big trouble. Um, you know, I'm not even going to go there. Right, I already, I already did. No, but you're you're, you're correct, and I, I know for a fact that Carpenter was going, was going for that route. I think he wanted really the the quote unquote hero to be the sidekick, which, if you look at it, he really is. That being Jack Burton, is a complete sidekick in that film. Even though you know he takes center stage, you know he uh, he is quote unquote the main character of the, of the film. In the uh, Batman and Robin quote, you know, relationship they have, he really is the the Robin. Right, in, you know, in the tights and just you know, holy gosh, Batman! And they running running off somewhere doing something stupid while Batman had to get out of the you know the the bombs and contraptions and what have you that evil way. I'm getting Batman. And, this is making no sense. Batman plus Little Trouble doesn't work at all actually. So I'll, I'll get off my uh, superhero high horses. 
Although actually, that would be if you're going to do a reboot, that that would be the way to do it. That would be. I think you've you've nailed it. So can Jack Burton talk like this? <laughs> my truck. <laughs> I think you've nailed it. I think that <laughs> terrific. That is the the uh, the cultural mashup we need. So I'm looking around this crowd, and I just see this guy that looks like Wilford Brimley, and it suddenly occurred to me what. Are future generations going to say when they see a guy who looks like Wilford Brimley, but none of them know who Wilford Brimley is? I'm going to leave them with a large hole. They'll just all point and they'll say, look, that looks like somebody. Oh, just a joke, just a thought. Of course, now this is not a big trouble palooza. Correct. Uh, although, you know. Maybe such a thing should have happened over the course of Deadpan's history. Um, well, maybe, but you know, it's near, near and dear to my heart. Maybe too much, and one of those things where, like, I can I can book fun at it, but if someone else does, I'll gouge your eyes out. <laughs> okay, it's not that bad, but it would have been fun. It really would have, and maybe I would have actually um, had the time to, to to comment on it. My apologies for the last like five paloozas. I haven't uh, pulled my weight at all. Yeah. So. Basically. Oh, hang on. Sorry. Yeah. Hello. Uh, oh, um, you know, are, is hello. This, hi, who am I? Who am I speaking to? My name is Jimmy. I live in Denver. Who is this, Mangan? This is. Are you calling me about my magazine subscription, Mister Mangan? It has been four years, and I have not had a subscription <laughs> for you. I never got my magazine. I ordered it in, like, 2005. I ordered bed knobs and boomsticks. It, it is possible that it got lost in the mail, and I must stop myself from going into a low pan voice here. Now, <laughs> we have other titles for you to choose from, if you so d- desire. Um, do you enjoy fantasy? Yes. Well, if you do, we have a wonderful selection of fantasy Magazines to choose from. Pick your poison, sir. Uh, what are my options? Your options are. At the at the moment, nothing. I seem to have lost my subscri- subscription list. <laughs> However, I I assure you that. <laughs> Sorry, Pete didn't come prepared at all. Yeah, <laughs> actually, if you recall, he has actually been in my closet for since I think 2006. <laughs> He's probably a little skinnier. <laughs> a bit skinnier, a bit uh, flightier. So forgive him for if his subscriptions were, um, you know, now six, seven years out of date. Yes, well, please let Jimmy know. I never got my magazine. Um, I, I won't. I won't be doing that. But, yeah. but, but and thank him for coming down from Denver. You know, I know that that was a a long way for him. To be fair, he has no fucking clue where he is, so it's okay. <laughs> well, you know, he makes me giggle. Ha <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, touche. Um, anyway, before he, yeah, before he uh, barged in, um, were we off the uh, the, uh, the big trouble chalk? Oh, we're talking about the Palooza. Yeah, that was that would have been great. Yes. That would have been fun. But uh, you know, but to be fair, there were we could have picked like umpteen hundreds to, to choose from with all of our wide varieties, likes okay. and dislikes, and you know. And you know, I'm not against. I know that the Palooza was, was one of the most popular um, group participation things over the past year right. or so. So, I mean, I'm not against doing more Palooza. As I said, I mean, 288 is going to be when 
when we stop, this is a regular thing, but, you know, six months from now, everyone says, hey, let's do an episode where we do Big Trouble in Little China or where we do, uh, you know, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure or, you know, Biodome featuring Pauly Shore or something. You know, we can we can do that. That can happen. And I'm not opposed to that. And I'm not going to, you know, fold my arms and refuse. So I, I think, you know, I've always wanted Deadpan to be, you know, something that's kind of owned by everyone. So I think we should... Sure. Uh, so I'm down for that. If you really can get the ball rolling in a big trouble in Little China, Palooza, then there you go. Then we can make that happen, you know, six months down the road or, or whatever. No, that's going to be great. And I know that, uh, I mean, as long as we got Van his Blade Runner, that's all I cared about. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I, I, that's it. I love the way that, you know, that you and, and Van, you know, there's so many great relationships and interconnected and mingled personalities on Deadpan. And so the way you and Van play off each other, I mean, you guys are almost Felix and Oscar sometimes. You guys are such a great, there's so much affection between you guys, but there's also like some great snarking and some great comedy between the two of you. Um, you know, and that's been cool. That's been great to watch that kind of grow. It may be fester at times, but mostly grow and, and, and become a great thing over the years. Fester. He's a right poof. <laughs> no, Van's great. Oh, they're all great, you know. No, I don't know. I don't know when it happened. Me and Van just kind of got into a uh, little, you know, a nice little groove where you know what, I like you a lot. I think you like me a lot. But I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> so uh, you know, you go fuck yourself, and we'll uh, shake hands and go. You know, I don't know what we mean. We'll know what we mean. Yeah, I think there's a big ah right now from everyone listening. Or he's throwing up. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> Um, oh, by the way, happy IPA day. Is today IPA day? It really is, and I'm celebrating with a uh, rum and coke. Oh. I'm I've... goddamn sick of IPAs, quite frankly. Yeah, I mean, you and I have talked about that off microphone. So what, What? you know, I mean, you know, I've never been a, a big fan of the IPAs. I like Belgian, I like stouts, I like that kind of thing. Um, what do you drink? I mean, and you know, I'm not crazy about this new sour trend. So there's sour and IPAs. I avoid that myself. I do. And I don't know why it is. I think... Uh, I haven't had a lot. I don't know why I avoided like the plague. Maybe because you know you've already had enough for me. <laughs> but, like the two or three I've had, frankly, I'm, I wasn't a fan. Um, yeah, I've only I'm not a big fan of Belgians either, which probably I'll get crucified for. But I'm really not. <laughs> uh, no, that's all right. So what what are what are you drinking? What's your style? What do you what do you like? Well, I think I'm like I'm like a lot of folks. As the weather changes, uh, I go darker because uh, like, we we actually get cold here. I don't know if you remember recall what it's like. <laughs> We get snow and some wind sometimes as the year progresses, okay? Um, though it's, it's not often. We, we, we tend to go from very warm one day to snow the next. In fact, uh, I call it Zymox. We have one season called Zymox <laughs> uh, in Colorado, and uh, as Zymox progresses, my beers get darker. So uh, right now, it's, since it's being warm, I'm into the pilsners and the lagers. Okay. The IPAs were, I had, you know, I was really an IPA hophead, uh, I don't know, back in May or so, and I just killed myself, wore myself out with hops, and I'm just like, you know what, I don't got to kill my tongue or my stomach, you know, with hops, so let's go more easy drinking, and, uh, and I found out, you know what else, you know what else, stouts are a damn fine summer beer too, I know stouts, you know, I don't know if you agree or not, but. No, I do agree, yeah. But uh, like I said, today is rum and coke day. <laughs> That's you know I guess a nice. I mean I, I I never drink rum and coke, but you know so that's that's fine. It's a fine summer beverage. 
Never because uh, you don't like it, or never because something happened. <laughs> no, I'm not a fan of the of the the sweet stuff. Oh, um, right. So, so anyway, but you know, that's me. We're we're talking about you. I mean, this is you. You know, you you've been around the pan for. Um, as I said, since since before there was a deadpan, you've been around the deadpan. Um, you and I met before. No, no, deadpan was a couple months old when you and I first met face to face. And so, tell us about. I mean, you know, you know, let, you, we can certainly stick to the to the to the highlights, but or, you know, whatever you want to tell us, like tell us about your uh, the previous six seven years, or uh, you know, what's what. Tell us all about the world of low pan and um, and an Alvi from Boulder guy and. Uh, and maybe you know his friend John Klecko. We we heard from Jimmy, but you know, tell us about uh, tell us more about this guy and or these people. I was I was born a poor black child. <laughs> uh, I was, that was a jerk. That was not me. Yes. Actually, that was funny. Is I was thinking about this the other day, as you know, we're winding down here, and this past six seven years has seriously been a blur. Even though you can you can go back to your old posts, which I do sometimes, you can definitely tell the flavor and the feel changes. Obviously, from you know. Probably a couple of years, I would say. Um, you know, there was the, the beginning incarnation and all the folks who, who came with that. Mm-hmm. And the, the middle, and uh, granted, I wasn't around for a lot of that, but that's okay. And then this, this new, you know, this new era, there's some familiar faces, but for o- overall, you know, the, the people tend to change, but the whole, I guess, ambiance does stay the same. And that being, uh, to me, the great part about deadpan is I can go on whenever I want to, uh, however I feel, and just, you know, post something. Talk to someone, do whatever. And I could be a right bastard. I could be sweet. I could post something about boobs. I could post something deep about, you know, microphysics, which doesn't exist. I know that. That's why I post it, because it's, really, it's, it's that awesome. <laughs> You're you know what I mean? But, uh, you know what I mean? Just whatever you feel, you can go there. And uh, for the most part, not get ridiculed. And people go, you know, they will, they'll just ignore you, because fair enough, I do too. Well, they'll go, hey, yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. And chat a bit. It, it is a good community, and uh, I'm glad. I'm glad that we can. Now, seven years later, we can sit here and say, "Hey, it's been seven years later." Smooth like butter. Smooth like butter. Smooth like butter. Smooth like motherfuckers. Smooth like butter. Three of the big things. Smooth like butter. Smooth like motherfuckers. Yeah, that's that's um that's well put and and yeah and it's interesting because I, I agree that things have you know I certainly know that I'm not exactly the same as I was back then I was certainly more playful back then and more uh, I don't know but you know that's that was a, a good. Um, a good deflection, I guess, or a good dodge. Sure. We're asking about about you and your uh, your horde of personalities, there, sir. See, this is your show, Jack. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Honestly, I uh, I don't know. Back, um, oh, what was it? 2006 when we first met, was it? Um, yes. And Jimmy, I know Jimmy was around 2005. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. Um, I don't. I don't remember when they first called into winging it. It was a, it was it was not toward the end. But I think it was probably it was probably the last the last half when it was winding down. And um, I knew that that character was somewhere. I couldn't figure out where I stole it from, but I knew it was from somewhere. And I'm, I figured, hey, ignorance is bliss. If I can't remember where it's from, I'll just fucking do it. <laughs> and uh, I realized I think I think it's actually 
the magazine guy from Half Baked that I think I, I, I saw a long time ago. And I think because I saw, we saw that movie, I'm like, oh shit, that's him. Because <laughs> he kind of talked like this, and I forget who played him. It was that Seven Up guy, uh, uh, actor, African American guy, glasses, comedian. Um, Dave Chappelle? No, no, no. He was he was not. He was. Forget it. Anyway, he came to the door, and he started talking like that. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's where I got it from. Oh, well, it's been six years. It, I, I still count, right? And uh, actually, I, I had called in before, um, even before Jimmy was around, and did some stupid stuff. And then when I, uh, you know, I was, I'll just call as a stupid magazine salesman, and uh, seemed to seem to kind of, you know, tickle folks' fancies, so I kept, you know, kept doing it. And then... Uh, I got burned out real quick, which is kind of a kind of a, a shitty thing to do since it was only about three months of work, probably of work in quotes. <laughs> but uh, you know, I have strong material for like two seconds, and then I'm done. Oh uh, no, go on. So I figure, you know, as it, it was a Def Leppard that said, uh, "Better to burn out than fade away." Is that what, <laughs> is that what they said? I think um, Neil Young said that too. Oh, and know. actually, the Kurgan in Highlander also said that. You know, that film sucks a lot, but let's not talk about that. <laughs> Re- rewatching that doesn't hold up. Anyway, I probably pissed off other folks doing that one. Sorry, fan. Hello, Deadpan. This is Amy Bowen, a.k.a. the Deadpan Ambassador. This is Amy Bowen's Airport Update, summer 2013 edition, episode number five. I'm here at Las Vegas McCarran Airport again. I'm, I like the Southwest Terminal here. They have all the good food and a lot of good food choices and things to do, not to mention they are very big on gadget recharging stations here. There are a lot of them. And I don't have to walk very far to get to my next gate. Plus, I have a whole hour and a half. I actually have time to relax and eat lunch, which is great. Um so, as I was saying, good vacation, had a lot of fun going to Disneyland, it was really nice to see my family, and we spent a week down our, in our favorite beach town in California, it was very relaxing and good to be with them. Um, saw my sister, got to um, do all my favorite things at Disneyland, plus a couple of new ones. Um so I'm going to get myself some lunch and actually try to enjoy the layover. Um, nice to have time to relax. I'll talk to you when I get back to Omaha. Bye. Um, but then uh, Deadpan came around, and I kind of, uh, I, I think I called it a few times, but I kind of made it a, uh, a point just not to get uh, involved on air like that. But then looking back, I kind of, I kind of did. So I, I know I sent in some um, oh, more. What do you want to call them? Like, I guess plays, maybe, maybe just more, more um, story stuff, I guess, as opposed to like characters. You know, a la, you know, Walk is America and uh, other stuff. It still, still cracks me up to the day. So that no one, no one remembers. That's okay. I can, I can do the scream now, but I won't. But. Right. Uh, Something like that. <laughs> episode seven was I mean, that was, that was so long, long ago. time ago. Anyway, yes, go on. And to be and to be fair, um, at that point in time, um, 
I had no. I didn't have my second kid. My wife had my second kid, right. and uh, that took a bunch of time. And then you know now you know we have three now. And it's like I have no time to fuck all, let alone you know do stuff. And that just progressed more and more. And I thought, and now you know six years later, I'm like shit. I regret not you know put more content in. But at the time, you're like, oh, he's not going to quit. He'll go on forever. Right. No one really thought that. But you know, I think I, I honestly I just think we all had probably had more time. Even though seven years is a great run, and he kicked a lot of asses, uh, you know, time-wise. Well, thank you. In the podcast you. world, so um, see the deflection here again? <laughs> yes, I enjoy it. Um, and it's, you know, I think seven years is, there's some, like, Taxi was one of the funniest sitcoms ever, and it went five years. And they were like, all right, well, we're done. You know, it's, I think nothing like Monty Python's Flying Circus didn't go for forever. Faulty Towers went two right. short seasons. You know, I think... There is a time to, to, to call it, to say, okay, I'm going to stop. Um, but, you know, I think you, in your various incarnations, well, I mean, really, you were Alvi and you were Lopan on the, on the comments page, but I think a lot That's of right. that was, you know, you and, and, you know, a lot of the early adopters to Deadpan, you know, you guys really helped to turn it into something more than just, you know, just, just a bunch of audio. I mean, you guys turned it into a community. And, uh, you know, I, I think Deadpan owes... It's meetups and you know whatever, whatever it has become. And I think it owes that to those early days when you and 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 Mark and of course you know and Andrea and and uh, Jeremy and Jason C. Who can forget him? You know all you guys turned it into a conversation and turned it into a community. And it was you know it was really a beautiful thing. I think and that from that you know now we have these meetups every year and now we have you know we have these these things throughout the past that I'm that I'm you know proud of. Of doing, I mean, the, 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 that I'm the most proud of are the, the things we all did together, like the 60 lines, like the the Smurf the Power stuff, like um, yeah, sure. uh, you know, like and like the the Paloozas, um, you know, and I think you've you definitely have contributed audio to stuff over the years, and but also, you know, I think the biggest thing was helping to helping to be a foundation of that community and 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 being a pillar of that community as as Alvin and as as Low Pan later on. Although we just gave away your big secret, I don't know if anyone knew. That Lopan was actually Alvi. Get to the bag now, meow. Uh, spoiler, but, uh, spoiler alert! <laughs> oh shit, Van. <laughs> so let's let's not devote a whole lot of time to this guy because he he is a blink in the, the history of deadpan. But you had a <laughs> a fail. I wouldn't I call it a failed experiment, but you had an interesting experiment that was so subtle that no one got it. With a character, I mean, you know, if he wants to jump in and tell his story, he can. But it's it's just a, a funny thing that you did that really nobody noticed because I guess you did it you did it too well. <laughs> yeah. See, I have no voice for Klecko because Klecko I don't think ever called in. He did. I, it was, he it did was actually. All, he did it really. Yeah, he called in once, and it was you did kind of like a goofy like dumb guy voice, like kind of oh okay, this is John Klecko. Must been really goddamn drunk. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> but no, Klecko <laughs> came out for was um what came out of just you know. Deadpan head does have a certain uh, anonymity to it, obviously. Besides yourself knowing who folks are, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, you know, what if I just come on, just go on there as some uh, just just biggest admirer of Jack ever, and just do things so stupid and so dumb, all all the LOL twos and threes and the all that stuff, and just see how long I can do it for. And the folks, it went a lot farther than I thought it would go. It was kind of fun, I gotta say. Well, I just want to explain, you know, what 
basically what what Alfie did is he created a secondary an alter ego on Deadpan. He would post as, as John Klecko was the name, and he would just occasionally John Klecko would post, and people would say, would interact with him, having no idea that it was Alfie. People, right. you know, John Klecko would come on and say stuff, and people would respond and say, and you know, I just think he was someone else, just like another fan of Deadpan out there in the world. Right. And uh, I kind of, to be fair, when I the reason I kind of did it was just to see how uh, I don't know, just I don't know if I, was, if I was being nosy or just being you know, okay, what kind of folks do we have here? I just wanted to see how you know a, a basically crazy person, crazy new person would be treated in the deadpan community. If that makes sense, you know, a new face coming in and jumping right into the foray, you know, just to see how he was treated. And frankly, and you know, it didn't surprise me. It was he was quite well, obviously. <laughs> You know, I mean, there was no one going, what the fuck are you doing, guy? It was none of that. It was all like, hey, no, okay, you might be kind of weird, but we're going to accept you. You're cool, and hey, come on, talk to us and everything. And, you know, your LOLs 1 are kind of weird, and the way you suck up to Manga is kind of weird, too. But, hey, everyone has their fanboys, and this is Jack's biggest fanboy, obviously, and we all know I am. So, uh, I know. But, uh, no, it was fun, and then I quickly realized that I have ADD and just kind of let it go. <laughs> he just kind of faded away, I think, uh, as I did. So I mean, he didn't really, he didn't really come back, did he? I miss Joe sometimes. John, Joe, yes, John. So no, Joe's, Joe's, Joe's sack change. My bad. Yes, Joe's in the NFL Hall of Fame. Yes, Joe Klecko is. John Klecko was, you know, a deadpan contributor for a short while. Right. But um, so that was that short and an interesting story. <laughs> well, it's interesting to me because it's a okay, great, good. It's a great little piece of deadpan history that I, I really. That's one of the you know there there are a thousand things in deadpan history that I cherish, but that's one of those great little secrets of deadpan. It'll be in the book. Will it? Are you going to write that book never also or uh, sorry I had I had to. damn <laughs> sorry after that whole <laughs> heartfelt last you know podcast <laughs> I had to. yeah well it's it's earned it's fair um, so moving on um, so you know another thing that I think that I you know that's I'll certainly take my own portion of the credit for it, but I think Deadpan has also always incorporated other things. It wasn't just sci-fi, although we certainly had a sci-fi current, but there was also, we had a sports current, which you were, you know, a big part of, and a music current, and I think um, that's been fun, and, you know, these things are are big for you. I mean, you're, you're, I know you're passionate about, you know, some of these crappy bands you like. I I mean, some of these bands you like, like... Right, uh, right. No, I mean, there's some great music that you like, and that's, but that's always been a big part of it, too. And, you know, I don't know if you want to take that ball and make that interesting, because I'm handing it off to you, and with a terrib- that's a, kind of a terrible setup for you to, to make, make something of. So take that crap I just handed you and t- sculpt it into something beautiful. Yes, thank you. Um, no, well, I'll, let's, let's go back to, you know, sort of the uh, beginning before Deadpan. That's kind of, I know, what drew me, and I'm not going to say... Well, you kind of did steal a lot of us away from winging it, but let's just not let's not go there. You stole a lot of us from winging it, and I think it might have upset some folks. Maybe not, but um, that was one of the reasons was I knew you liked all three, and I knew that you and I could talk about all three because we had. And I'm like, you know, how many casts out there are there where I can talk about, you know, my big three passions, you know, sport, like I said, sports, music, and uh, what was the other passion? It was uh, oh yeah, sci-fi. Right. In and, fact, if uh, we had built Deadpan that way in the beginning, we might have, you know, had a huge following. We might be as big as Oprah's podcast now. But anyway, I digress. Go on. It's possible. Um, but we didn't. We know We know now. Now you know. So your next incarnation, right. you know, when 
deadpan 3D comes around, you can uh, <laughs> take that and, and run with it. Right. But, um, no, but it was great because, and, and to this day still, I love going on there and, you know, just typing off a rant about a, a band or, or, or a, a hockey game or, you know, a crappy sci-fi movie I saw or whatever, because I know that folks are interested and I'm, you know, in a way preaching to the choir as they are me. Um, and I, I do, to be fair, I do wish there were, you know, there was more than that. I think um, toward the end, there is a lot more of, uh, I'll just call it the, uh, the Twitter effect on the deadpan, but that's okay because we all need a place to go to go, you know, and just just kind of just kind of vent or just say what we're doing and stuff, and that's fine. But I do kind of miss the in-depthness that was there, you know, toward the beginning. Um, but you know, fucking seven years, what are you gonna do? You know, you can't have seven years of just like hardcore sci-fi and sports, and you gotta put boobs in there sometimes, and you gotta put hey other things in there. Hello, deadpan. This is Amy Bowen, aka the Deadpan Ambassador. This is Amy Bowen's Airport Update, the Summer 2013 Edition, Episode 6, the final episode. I'm on the ground in Omaha, and I already have my bag, actually, and my friend of mine who is giving me a ride home should be here any moment now. So I will just say, had a great trip, it's good to be back, and deadpan, Thanks for these seven years of accepting me and my silly voicemails. And, Jack, thank you so much for providing this medium for us to share things that are things that we're thinking about and things that are going on in our lives. I hope for many more years of community to come. Thank you, Deadpan. Deadpan is the way. Good night. Well, you know, I'm glad you said that, too, because I think also that was another thing that I think and I don't mean this is not a criticism of of anyone at Winging It, but I think Winging It started to get do like some sexual and blue jokes, um, you know, without getting into like the area of smut. But they started, you know, incorporating that, and and it got it was always kind of clumsy and always felt a little, not always, but there were times it felt a little creepy. Times it was like, you know, this, yes, you guys are talking about sex in a funny way, but it's a little creepy. And when I think around deadpan, we would. Just like any group of friends at the bar, you know, and just like any group of friends of adults who are not, you know, outside of, like, your most uptight church group. I mean, just like any group of adults, you know, we would make blue jokes from time to time at Deadpan. And if, I think it felt it felt freer here than it did over there. Although, I mean, it, was a, it always was a huge success. I'm, not, I'm certainly not lobbing anything anything negative at them because, I mean, it was, was an institution and it was a... Of course, I was always a part of it too. That was the most. That was the silliest thing about people who perceived a feud. It's like you know, I'm on both shows, so I'm really not. Um, I'm not undermining one or the other. I love them both. That's right. and, um, but anyway, you know, I think that was that. That always was a strong part of it. And I'm gonna say one more thing, and then turn it back over to you. I think you also nailed it. I think when Deadpan started, this is hard to, to fathom. Really, if Twitter had been invented, it was still like. Uh, in its infancy, and Facebook right. also was hardly, you know, maybe had like a hundred people on it. That's right. And you know, now we're right. I mean, I think the culture of you know people—that's where they go with stuff. And of course, it's understandable. On deadpan, you're still hitting a microcosm. And on face- Facebook, you say something, and you know, the entire universe can can see it. So I understand it's a bigger. It's this, you know, it's a it's a huge playground. I mean, it, there are times where I'd say that you know, deadpan is kind of like the cool little like weird flea market store and you know facebook is like walmart 
or you know, Facebook, exactly. Facebook is like you know, TGI Fridays, and Deadpan is like the awesome little weird restaurant that has your favorite dishes. Um, but anyway, but you're right. That's why our number we we used to get one thousand, two thousand comments consistently, and now right. you know we, we're pretty much always around three or four hundred, and that's you know it's a smaller group, and also we. All right, I, I totally taken over, so I'm going to say one more thing and then let, let you have it. Um, hey, hey, guess what? It's your show. You're allowed to. No, that's not cool. I, I just, but you, you know, I've, you, since you brought this topic up, I, I feel compelled to rant. And, Please do. And my, you know, and, and my last comment is time. I mean, I think we were all, all of us, including me, we all had a lot more time and energy. And, you know, life happens and we all kind of get busier with other things. And, you know, podcasts, it, it does slink down on the priority ladder. And there, I'm done. I turn it back over to you. I'll be, I'll shut the F up. You don't have to. But, uh, no, going back to the whole, uh, you know, blue conversation, I think, um, you know, and being, uh, you know, a little, little foul mouth and a little, little sexy sometimes, it, it's fine when it comes about organically, as you were saying. Honestly, as, as long as you know, you're not, you know, talking like, you know, you're intric- intricately trying to discuss Oh, I don't know, say the working of the Death Star, and someone comes up and goes, see that guy's cock? Just out of nowhere. It's kind of like like what you were saying. It's trying to be forced in there, no pun intended. That was meta, right? That's what that was. There's a couple of levels there. Wow, there's force. That's right. Are we talking about Porkins? Oh, Jackie, yes. Yes, we are. Or Biggs, Dark Lighter. All right, anyway, sorry, we covered all this before. <laughs> oh, well played. Uh, but you know what I'm saying is is when something comes about organically and just is kind of off the cuff and, and but it was relevant, that's when it's good. But when you know, and I'll, I'll say it again, when it's forced in there and when it's just uh, it's just there for the sake of being there. Hey, look at me, guys! I can be like this. It's, eh, that's kind of shitty and kind of dumb and it's kind of you know kindergarteny, quite frankly. Um, but I think Deadpan always skewed not that way. I think it skewed toward the good. Um, it, it took it took the good the good parts. Of, of the blueness and uh, made its own thing and kind of placed it in the, uh, you know, in the middle of interesting and, you know, relevant conversations. Um, and speaking of relevant conversations, uh, damn, I wish, I, I wish, I, I was going back and you got some damn fine guests in the beginning. You really did. <laughs> uh, it was fucking great. And I'm like, this guy's on his way. And you're, you're still on your way, just in a different way. I think uh, I don't know. I don't know if you just kind of if you just kind of said you know it's, I, I just don't have the time for this or if uh, you know frankly you're just like you know what I want depend to, to go a different direction. But um, there's definitely more f- fewer and farther betweener er guests than before. Um, although you know what, and I'll, I'll shut up myself in a second. To be fair, back when Butchergrass like folks were coming on, I don't. I think we may have talked about this. I don't think they knew. This was going to go on the computer. I think they thought it was a radio show. In fact, you may have you may have said that at once upon a time. Um, no, no. What a, fuck a podcast was back then. I never lied to people get them on the show. <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think you did. I think they assumed. I don't think you ever lied. I think they assumed like, oh, okay, this is some guy's radio show. What's well, a podcast? And they could go on. And they got Mike, you know, from uh, uh, a lot of things. And although they might just be a lot of nice guys, but I wonder if nowadays. With the media as it is, I wonder. I wonder if you could get them again. I, I, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? I wonder the way uh, the nature of podcasts are now, and um, <laughs> them being more out there. If you, if you know, if if you get you know acts like that again, I want. You know what I mean? No, I'm not saying you couldn't. I'm just saying I wonder if. <laughs> it's coming well, out really wrong right now, and I hope you don't think it is. 
Well, you know, I think... You're a fraud now, Jag. No one likes you. Yes, I think that's... Well, that's a big problem. That's a big part of the problem, um, what you just said there. But, uh, no, really, I think it... I was able to say, you know, I have a show on Farpoint Media, and I would like to have you on as a guest. And these people, you know, it sounded le- legitimate. And this was before... It's like in the year 1997, saying, you know what, I really want to interview you for my weblog. You know, I've read a column online uh, for a website and that it gets a lot of visitors, and I would really like to interview you. When really it just means, hey, can I post this on my live journal? (laughs) But, you know, back then that that would have seemed legitimate. I could have contacted a a major media player. Um, Another part of that is, you know, I caught these people at interesting points. You know, Mike Nelson was in between his mega popular roles. You know, he was not doing Mystery Science Theater or Rift Tracks at the time. Right. Um, Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson was not, you know, now he's like our Carl Sagan, but, you know, yeah. then he was on his way to being there, you know, and, and that was... And John Butchergross, I mean, he's, you know, he's still got me up and up at, at ESPN, but again, you know, also, you're, I think you also know that all, all these people are, are really good people. I mean, all of them were just really, you know, good people you know, really, you know, there's. Ne- I've never had a prima donna on. Um, you know, this this episode exclu- uh, excluded, but I've never had a prima donna on. Turn it down, would you turn it down? <laughs> so I think that's um, that's another part of it. But you know, again, I, I didn't. I really didn't have you on to talk about. Um, I appreciate all these things you're saying, and you know, I, like I said, I, I love revisiting deadpan history. But you know, we're here to kind of talk about Alvi and, and Lopan's place in it, and and in the real world. Um, Conversation, Jack. Let it go where it will. <laughs> well, I have a direction actually. I'm going to yes, put, put on my blinker and drive us in, a, in another direction. Is that I have an ambitious thing for the for the final, and um, it will it won't sink without um, without group participation. I can kind of make it make it float if it's just me. But uh, are you going to partake in the final duel of the fates, and are you confused by it, and do you need you know some clarification on it? Yes, I am going to. No, I'm not confused. Uh, just need to just need to, uh, to to record the goddamn thing. So uh, yes, that's uh, that's coming. Okay. Well, cool. And and you know, you can, it's still not. This is not 284, so you can still contribute characters, and you can still talk about stuff. And of course, and of course, there's nothing truly to record yet. We haven't even announced what the uh, the rotating category will be. So I mean, there's not. You've not got sure. time. I mean, there's not. There's not a, a, a crunch, and I'll make it known in deadpan when you know when it's when the hour is getting late um, for your your duel of fates contributions. Um, just you know, and again, well, if if the interest is lackluster, or if there's only a few interested, then we'll still make this this fun, and we'll still make it work. But um, but it'd be great I to have. It'd be good. Yeah. it sounds it sounds like it's going to uh, be quite popular. I think we're going to be okay. Yeah, I would agree. I, I think I think we'll get a lot of last minute contributions, and I think people will, you know, are thinking about it now. And, and but I'm glad to hear that you'll be on board. And you know, and I put you on the spot about it because if you weren't going to be, then you'd have to say, "No, I'm not doing that. It sounds stupid." But I'm glad that you're glad. Yes. You're <laughs> I respect you for it, though. Yes. Um, was that were you quoting from uh, that Nicki Minaj song right there? Was that what the fuck song is that? That's the one that you always post. That's the worst song, probably of all time. <laughs> yeah, is that the ass song? My 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 anus is famous. That's it. Yeah, I don't. I don't she said yeah. Uh, 
it's, I'm not going to do it now. No, why'd you bring her up? It's my fault, I know, it's my fault. Yes, that's, that's like our own personal little private Rick Roll around deadpans that you sometimes so will post. It's tiny as hell, too. I think the help Nicki Minaj is pretty much one as well. <laughs> I'm sure. Although she's, that's a featuring Nicki Minaj. I forget the name of the, the main artist. And that's I use the word artist seriously there. The song is called Ass. I mean, that's <laughs> clever enough, really, so. <laughs> Is that the name of the song? I don't even remember. That's, yeah, that's the name of the song, yeah. It's a remix. Remix! Yeah. Actually, that's... believe it or not, believe it or don't. And I appreciate that you never use that in your in your earbuds as an earbuddy segment. Not, not to be eight yet. That's true. Um, you can still oh. partner up with somebody before the end. Oh. Um, Van! <laughs> well, um, you know, I think I've talked way too much and I've actually run out of stuff to ask and say but you know I do want to I will I do have one last thing to say is you know thanks thanks so much for all you've done for deadpan since the beginning and as I said since even before since before there was a deadpan I, I I've always appreciated it and you know I, I look forward to the next time we can hang out in person um, and I hope certainly hope you can make it to a future meetup um, but uh, we'll make many meetups happen and and yeah, that's it. Thank you very much, man, for all the fun stuff you've done over the years, all the laughs and all the the friendship. And um, there, I'm getting all teary. Oh man, thanks, buddy. It's, it's been a real pain in the ass on my end. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a, oh nice silence there <laughs> for a second. You're like, wait, is he being true? No, it's uh, Click. it's a goddamn pleasure. Honestly, it's just been a lot of fun. It's been great being you know, you know, part of the group and part of the the show. And uh, yeah, just just. You, you kicked it, man. You kicked it right in his head. Can I kick it? Yeah, uh, it's. It, I appreciate that, man. But again, you're 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 too humble and too kind. You're passing yeah. it back to me. But you know, it's been it's been a great time, man. And, and I look. So, what will you do? I mean, will you still hang around the deadpan page after two eighty eight, or will you will you just be you know on Facebook from now on? What what's your what is the future of David Lopan? The future. No, I'll be on there. That's my, that's my go-to place to go and rant off shit. So no, that's uh, as long as that board is up, I'll be uh, spewing my shit on there. So no, wor- no worries on that. Well, cool. At all. So that's for sure. And uh, I got a kind of a funny feeling it's going to be that, that way for most folks, honestly. Um, because I think, as you said before, the the board and the show, while you know, while they do co-mingle a lot, are kind of separate entities anymore, which is nice. It's that you know, it kind of adds a good effect to the actual um audio show in its own route so it, it can breathe by itself it'll be just fine yeah I would agree I, I think it, I think the future of deadpan is going to be very similar to the present I think you know we'll see a couple hundred comments per week and we'll all be kind of check in and you know we'll all also be active on Facebook and, and that's you know that's that's how it's going and that's so it's totally totally cool and fun um, right and what about yourself what what exciting things are uh, do you have lined up in the future I mean, obviously, being a dad is going to keep you super busy. Yeah, that's about it, man. It's, it's uh, you know, right now the big three is, you know, the big three is, uh, you know, family, work, and uh, whatever three is going to be. Because there's only two, for God's sake. <laughs> so, no, we're, I mean, honestly, I'm hoping that the future brings some good stuff. You know, I have, a, I have it pretty well right now, i got to say. You know, I've got a good family, a good place to live, you know, food on the table. I can't complain at all. Um, but hopefully, you know, hopefully we'll, uh, I'll get something past that. Right. I mean, if we were Neanderthals, that would be the ultimate. You've you've hit enlightenment. You've hit nirvana. You know, food, family, and uh, shelter. I mean, you've you've got it. You know. So. Well, yeah, yeah. 
God bless him, man. It's true. LOL free for that one. Yes. All right. Well, you know, thank you and thank Mr. Klecko. Thanks, uh, Mr. Lohan. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and, uh, thank you. And of course. <laughs> uh, did he, he escape from the closet? Yeah, it's finally hitting the street now, so it's okay. <laughs> He's, uh, wow, there's. See, that should be the next podcast. Should be Jimmy, Jimmy on the street. I'm <laughs> literally on the street, dodging trucks. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy from Denver, on on the street, dodging, pitching magazines. <laughs> yeah, something to that, sir. He can work the magazine stand. Uh, all right. Well, I'm rambling. So, thank you again, man. It's been it's been a great seven years, and I look forward to uh, you know seven more and seven more beyond that of of you know friendship and trading bad jokes and good jokes and you know music and and all the rest it'll be there brother it'll be there you are listening to Jack Mason's Deadpan we are Deadpan Deadpan is the way do not try and bend the spoon that's impossible the Energizer Bunny says there Showered, dressed, and first load of laundry in the wash. Just a Joe says, I am the king of 90% complete projects. The king, I tell you. Vanamon says, we walk from here. Lopan, you want to go ahead and do it? Yes! I say, cacao! Ed from Texas says, therefore a friend. Jack Mangan says, Good night, Tumble Mush. D- DJ Bunny says, What was the point of the other two boats? Y- your turn, J- J- Jimmy. Hmm. Yeah, used, used Hair says, I am still not a metal person, but this is pretty awesome. HTTP slash slash WW. These the geeks are se- sexy.net 2013. For the holy, give me that! I holy crap, give me it! Jack Mangan says, "That's the same girl who killed Eddie Van Halen's eruption on the video. Good for her." My greatest accomplishment at fourteen was beating the Legend of Zelda ellipsis. Okay, it was laser tag novice league championship, but look what that's gotten me. Done. Thanks. That was really great, you guys. And the first of the week, Vanamon says, "I lie in and still get firsties." Come on!
Let me say that again. Wang. 